Hey everybody, welcome to the Three Angry Gamers Podcast with me, your host, Corey. And with me, as always, is Chris. Hello, hello everyone. And the third co-host, temporarily or otherwise, Curtis. Yeah, I'm right here. Yeah, We're stuck with him. <laughs> can't live with him, can't live without him. Alright, so, sorry for the late podcast episode, but stuff happened. Throat, clearing up. And finally ready to talk again. Yay. I had to do adult things. Yes, and Chris had to do adult things too. Schoolwork and stuff, so... Mm -hmm. Can you blame him? Can you blame me? No, you can't. blame all the work I didn't do over the weekend, but that's another story. Procrastination. Shame! Shame! What was that? I farted. Dear God, Curtis, that was loud. All right. (laughs) I kind of want to high-five you. Anyway, it's been a pretty busy week, as you can see from our news list, and actually pretty probably good with that we skipped over yesterday, because then we got to get some news from GDC, where Sony finally announced their VR stuff, but that's for later. So, first order of the week, Microsoft finally allows for crossplay between Xbox One and PS4, as long as Sony chooses to allow it. Now, obviously this is pretty unprecedented. I mean, obviously we've had games with PC and Xbox, or PC and PlayStation 4, but cross-console play? <gasps> <laughs> I'm excited, and I also like that they should... I, I really feel right now that Microsoft should have released a mixtape, like, challenging Sony to take, it, take up arms with this, but then Sony fired right back, just being like, we've been doing it, bro, since 2002, where have you been? And that's how I look at this. It's, it's a rap battle. That's, that's, that's what's going down. Oh, yeah, so that'll be the next epic rap battle of history. I don't know. I think this is just dumb, but why, whatever. Why is it dumb, Curtis? Explain. Well, well, because they're like, oh, well, it's up to the developer and the publisher or whatever to basically reach out to both and mediate between the two to find a way to make it work. But here's the thing. Like, developers and publishers, they got enough on their plate as is. I don't know which, you know, I don't really see them going out and being like, hey, let's work out this feud between Microsoft and Sony, like, quite honestly, there will probably be maybe a handful of games that do it, but I can't see it being, like, a huge widespread thing. It's not well, going like, all-encompassing. I, I totally no, agree with that. Probably not, which is kind of a shame, but so far, it's like, like one of the people who are taking up on this seems to be Rocket League, which is cool. cool. They, they've been doing the PS4 and PC thing, and now they kind of want to get on that, too, or Microsoft wants to. Um, I... I yeah, I just don't understand from Curtis. You'd probably look at it from a marketing standpoint too. Of yeah, is this hurting their brand if they're just like anyone can play with anyone? Then why would I think it's hurting get an it, Xbox? I I just I think like the naive are going to be like, oh cool, well, I can play with my buddy Scott who you know has a PS4 and I only have an Xbox One. But in reality, I don't like. Are you going to be able to, you know, play with somebody who you like? Could you actually like locate a certain person and play with them, or is it just going to be like you go into matchmaking, you can play with people, but you can't choose somebody? I mean, that's an interesting point because if you can't even choose, what's what's the point, really? Yeah, I yeah. Can't, like, there's I so can't much matchmaking with in Rocket League right now. At least the last time I played, I, I haven't played in a bit. I couldn't matchmake with my buddies that are playing on Steam. Like this is the equivalent of like a dude walking into like a bar full of chicks and being like, I have a giant penis, and then just walking out of the bar, and it's like, 
You just make one giant claim, and then you just like, yeah, that's it. That's all Sony, I need. Sony says I've had a penis the whole time. I don't. Like, I've had a big penis all this time. Microsoft, what are you talking about? Well, Sony did make a statement. Let's see. PlayStation has been supporting cross-platform play between PC on several software titles, starting with Final Fantasy XI on 12 and PC back in 2002. So, Chris, point for you. Mm. We would be happy to have a conversation with any publishers or developers who are interested in cross-platform play. So that's they, not they, really a yes or no. They challenged them. They said, all right, put your money where your mouth is. Let's actually sh- chat about this. Right, but Curtis has a point, though. And obviously, I think they should, maybe like, if they do do this, they need to do it right. Like, matchmaking stuff, so it's not just, like, random. Basically, this is a statement of intent saying they want to do it. But again, you know, uh, you know, it's sort of like this idea of, like, you can say that you intend to do it, but really, I mean, push comes to shove, I mean... Microsoft has claimed that they want to do a lot of things with their console that have kind of fallen flat, so... Well, of course. So I wouldn't mind doing this, supposed to do it right. I mean, maybe it'd be a nice way to bridge the gap between Xbox and PS4 players, because the whole console war thing is just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. I don't, I don't see Xbox Live talking with PSN, though. I don't see that. <laughs> I don't see it hitting that point. Just yeah. in terms <sighs> from a back, the, a back-end thing... To have oh yeah, a friends true. list and maintain all that. Sure, there might be a search option, but that would have to be like native in the actual game itself, as opposed to you won't have a friends list with your PS4 friends. That's not that's not happening. Right. Obviously, it won't be easy. Just all like it would PSN do is boost Xbox your user Live. base. The maintenance or to maintain that is just absurd. Yeah. Ah, uh, have to wait and see. Like, really, what it's going to take is like if Activision or EA gets behind this, like a really big developer and publisher and they say, Hey, every multiplayer game we have is going to support this. Then. Yeah. But again, you're, you're basically putting faith that those companies are going to ha- want to put in the initiative to do such a thing. And right. And then do it right. And people already hate you play. They already hate whatever EA's integration is. Uh, Origins. Yeah. I think. Origin. Yeah. Like people don't want to sign into their stuff and then sign into another service just to, to cross talk like that. It's, it's yes, another door. DRM. Yeah. Laid upon DRM. Basically, good, you know, good, good on you, Microsoft, for saying that this is something you, you might want to do or whatever, but call me when you actually have implemented it. And it you know, kind of sounded actually, out of desperation. I don't know. They just wanted to yeah. make waves in the news again. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Moving on. <laughs> of course. Like all <laughs> I took a dive too. down. <laughs> yeah, this is making the, head waves. This making is the Curtis and Chris just... That. I think I think Corey, you were like so excited for this, and then I am I'm admittedly a little excited for this because I do have an Xbox and a PS4. And it'd be nice to play, with, to play with my friends on Xbox and stuff without having to switch games or anything. And then, and then, you know, we opened our mouths, and then you were just like, <laughs> "Oh shit!" No, 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 you did make good points, though. You did die down my excitement a little, but it's good. It's good. I hope it's best to remain cautious, obviously. So thank you to jackasses for dying my excitement. We put our corporate hats on and just put frowns on. It was a bad time. <laughs> That's what we do. We just come and shit on all of your happiness. <laughs> oh, okay, moving on. Whoa, Chris. <laughs> Fighting words, I'm sorry. Whoa. Chris secretly the Terminator. What just happened? I don't know. Your, your, your voice kind of dipped there for a second. You kind of like sound like a robot. I might be a robot. Yeah. We'll leave it. We'll fix it in post. We'll be good. Okay, yeah. Right. All right. I'm not fixing it. Moving on now. Let's see. Nintendo NX, the latest patent suggests console may have Kinect-like features. I don't know if you two have seen this kind of thing yet. 
No, actually, I couldn't find the patent. I'm gonna pull it up right here live. Come on, I got it. I can just put the link to y'all if you want to see it. Oh, why don't you just quickly tell us, like, <laughs> just talk. What? What? Where are these features? Well, apparently, it's like someone do hand gestures, like close to controllers and stuff. So let's recognize it. Yeah, I'll do some hand gestures, all right. <laughs> I mean, they have pictures below. Oh, hand gestures with pictures? Huh. Oh, man. Sounds like a Friday night to me. <laughs> so right now it just looks like an iPhone sideways in the back. What is this ball thing? You have to catch the ball while you're... I don't understand the concept. Whoa, whoa. Chris is talking about catching balls now. Like, this is just one wild Friday night. <sighs> and it's only Wednesday. Yes, yeah, so what do y'all think of this? I don't know Connect wasn't too big, but it actually worked surprisingly when I first got it. I didn't think it was... I don't really oh, care. They even have a hand merchant that looks like turkey knots. <laughs> they kind of do, yes. <laughs> it doesn't make a true connect-like thing, though. It just seems like it seems to focus all around the hand. I think the big thing is, what the hell am I doing hand gestures? Like, in, I'm, It's a handheld console. They're already uncomfortable half the time. And now I have to hold it with one hand and wave my arm around? <laughs> just let me play my game, please. Yes, Nintendo, don't make it overcomplicated like you always do. Like, if I have to, like, throw a Pokeball in, every, in the next Pokemon game that inevitably comes out for the system, I'm just going to be like, fuck you all, I'm not playing this anymore. Hey, but what about Pokemon Go? I thought you were excited for that, Kurt. You've got to throw stuff, I think. I'm not, even, not, I'm not excited for I'm not excited for Pokemon Bro, Go. Because we really know that what? I just had a, a video blow up on that patent page. That hurt. I'm Ouch. Because here's the thing, it's like, Pokemon Go, it's like, it's going to be cool to, like, find the Pokemon, but, like, there's probably going to be free-to-play elements, like, they're going to be like, hey, you got to buy a Pokeball, 99 cents a Pokeball, and I'm just oh going to be like, F you guys. It sucks, because they could actually do that, make yeah. money no, off it. No, it's not that they could, they will. Like, guaranteed, that's how they're going to make money on this game. Like, I'm willing to bet both my testicles that that's how they're going to do it. Oh, we're going to put your balls on the chopping block, huh? Well, look at, yep. they just did the whole, uh, what, was, what was the 3DS, the free three, or the free phone games. They're starting to do pay-to-play. They're starting to do DLC. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Remember, Nintendo's just... always about a generation behind with stuff. And now yeah. they realize that Mario Kart worked. And it's like, oh, let's do this. Money. More. All right, yeah, but back to this uh, Kinect patent. Obviously, it doesn't mean it's actually going to be part of the NX. It's just a patent. We don't always implement this stuff. Oh, yeah. It looks nifty, but eh. I mean, the real question is, is how much is this going to really matter when it comes to gameplay? Or is this just going to be something that, like, you maybe do, like, once in a while, like... Right, how integrated to... Well, how well integrated is it going to be? Like, Connect when it first came out, that was a piece of shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and that E3 showing. Connect, it was so Connect Adventure, bad. bro. Well, it's like, there's that little swipe pad thing on your PS4 controller... I remember when that got announced, people were like, that's so stupid. When do I ever use that thing? Aside from just pressing it to open up a menu. Like, open a menu uh, there's a few map. games where I try to use it almost like a cursor. I think it was on Elder Scrolls Online when I played that for a little. And it's that, the most okay. uncomfortable thing. <laughs> it's like, you gotta reach your thumb up and then you gotta, you gotta click on the window and no. And here's the thing too, because it's like, hypothetically, if they're gonna, oh, this is a huge assumption that Nintendo's actually gonna finally give a shit about third parties, but 
if they do, I mean, no third party is really going to say, oh, yeah, here's an Assassin's Creed game that now all of a sudden fully implements this technology. Yes, you have to pretend to stab features. someone while you're playing. Like, at yeah. the most, it would just be, like, some little cheap little implementation that they throw in last minute or something. Oh, well, let's still this. I guess hope this, this doesn't come to pass. Or at least if it's well implemented, but eh, during their history, I don't know. I'm still going to be a sucker and want to check out the system. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you right now. Well, well of course. <laughs> it's the next-gen Nintendo console. Of course you want to check it out. If Nintendo I'm made still... me catch Pokemon by, like, powering it by farts to throw Pokeballs, I, Curtis and I would still probably go out there training. Oh, I would, like, be, like, purposely eating beans all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice image that I'm sure the like, audience will love to hear. They're like, hey, Curtis, are you training to be a Pokemon master? And I've got this, like, just, like... 10 pounds of refried beans I'm just shoveling into my mouth, and I'm like, gotta catch them all. You, you just turn your hat backwards, you're like, yeah, I'm ready. But I'm like 500 pounds, and I'm just like, I can't catch nothing but diabetes. <laughs> Check out my Pokedex. Cool, wow. guys. Okay. We're bringing it to the hospital on now. now. We're moving I'm feeling on something besides my Pokedex, and it's probably my pants. <laughs> okay, we're moving on now. Jesus. <laughs> you need a gavel. <laughs> Alright, next bit of news. It doesn't involve farts. Oh, Shadow it. Shut up. Next up, Shadow Complex release windows announced for PS4 PC. It's already available on Xbox One. It will be available on the rest of the consoles in May. Now, Curtis, you played Shadow Complex. Yeah. You said it was good. Yeah, it's good, but I've already played it, so I, I, I'm not going to play it again, probably, but... Really? Hey, you got some stuff. If, if they got some... If people get excited and play this again or play this for the first time, I mean, that's awesome because it's a really good game. But yeah, I mean, for me personally, I'm not excited because I've already played this game. But that's I know, like, I've had a couple of people who got the free PC version that came that was out like December or January or something. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have said that they really enjoyed it. So I'm like, I'm glad more people are playing it. And I'm excited that it's coming to more consoles besides the Xbox 360. But yeah, for me personally, I'm just like, you know what? Times past, like I might because if it if it's like a free PlayStation Plus game, I'll probably play through it again. But I'm not going to pay for it again. No, that's fair. That's fair. I, mean, I think I'll probably pick it up because I never played it before and it did look pretty cool when we first saw it. It is it is a really fun game, especially if you like the Metroidvania games. Oh, of course. Um, and that game, it's kind of funny because like they purposely set it so that you can do speed runs of that game. Like it, it's actually really easy to speed run that game if you know what you're doing. Right, of course. Like, it's not like these other games where it took people years to figure it out. Like, this one you could, like, figure out in probably an hour, even if you weren't looking it up on the web. Hmm. Chris, what about you? You think I'm picking it up? Picking it up? I actually never heard of it, so I'm looking at it now. Like, it, so it's Metroidvania. I see the giant map. Yeah. Right, yeah. I also yes. see, like, fighting animations? Is that is that part of it? Or is it just typically, like, that big open view side-scrolling 2D thing? Yeah, there was like some like melee combat, but primarily it was like a weapons based game. Um, but yeah, you got like a few cool like gadgets and whatnot. I mean, I'll say this I kind of found the like the main character to be douchey. Like he's just generic douchebag, but. All I those mean, kind of people. Yeah, like he's like, I gotta save the world. And I'm like, oh, whatever. Let me put on my sunglasses at night. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty much Duke Nukem, only not as cool. And Duke <laughs> Nukem's not even cool, so... He'll never be as cool as Duke Nukem. Uh, Duke, Duke <laughs> Nukem's like your uncle that, like, 
was like, hey, pull my finger, and then eventually you realize it's just pathetic. Yes, he realized his glory days were back in the 80s, and he never left. Yeah. But no, it's it's fun. I think there's going to be a lot of people who will be pleasantly surprised if they've never played it. I mean, here's the thing. That's like one of the few games on the original, on the Xbox 360 that I got all the uh, achievements for. So I really got into that game. So that's kind of why I'm like, I'm probably not going to play it again, but. Yeah, I mean, if it, if there's that level of complexity to a game, then yeah, I I think most people will probably enjoy it. That's great. That's good to hear. And that was Curtis's plug of Shadow Complex. And I didn't talk about farts. Yes, about, good job, Curtis. I now just did, so... <sighs> Moving on. PS4's Rhyme, no longer published by Sony, which Helioworks has chosen to reacquire the rights... I don't know how to feel about this game and this news. I mean, on one hand, cool, I guess, but this game's like been announced like it was first announced like what the PS4 showing before it was even shown. Yeah, so let me let me try to run down at least what I've heard of this. So they approached right. Microsoft, being like, "Hey, publish our game, give us three million. Thanks for that advance." And they were like, "No, we don't. We don't want that." So they went to Sony, and now Sony. We don't know any details on that offer, if they countered it or anything. But correct me if I'm wrong, to reacquire the rights to your own game, if someone's advanced, did they, did they pay them back? Did they lay off all their employees? Like, how? where's your, your equity to be able to do that if you haven't even released the freaking game yet? So I'm, I'm just Definitely. really confused as to what the heck's going on. Yeah, I know. Not why this game isn't even out yet. I mean, really, this is like one of those supposed to be one of the launch games. Yeah. Yeah. It looks pretty. Yeah, it looks pretty, but so did the order, frankly. Oh, don't. That hurts. Revere the night I played the order, and I just shut it off and went to bed. I, I know. Was... I was watching you stream it. You and Alice were both like, so wowed by it. It was so pretty in the style <laughs> then, the Then setting. I realized that after I was picking up pieces of paper and turning them, there was nothing to the game except looking at pieces of paper. <laughs> <laughs> she I... probably went to bed, and I just cried my uh my local library like they just started to like rent out well it's a library so it's not renting but basically you can take out a video game for like two or three days and i took out the order and i'm like i don't know if two or three days is going to be enough and i'm like you know basically eight hours later i'm like well (laughs) you called them to see if they're open it took took you you eight hours yeah like eight or ten hours or something like that i mean i can't remember because everything about that game was forgettable but did you actually beat (sighs) it yeah i did so, oh god, that what, boss battle! So it again. culminated into what? Uh, the cool part was this, the gas gun that ignited. That was neat. The Tesla stuff was cool, but it was just wolf, yeah. werewolf battles. The same yeah, pretty much. Again. Yes, and they had like, it reused the same wolf boss battle. I mean, here's the thing. I just thought the game was generic as fuck, but I know a lot of people were really into that game. But I, don't well, know. I thought it had a very cool setting and the story. There was a lot of story the potential, potential there. Amazing. I fell asleep yes. during each one of the cutscenes, but the, the look of the whole thing being in Victorian London was awesome. I feel too like if that game does ever see the light of day again and they like make a sequel, it's going to be totally different. Like the graphics will probably take a hit and they'll probably just make it like an open world game or something like that. I'm so tired of open world. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was excited for this one because like, it was supposed to be a linear adventure and yay, linear, finally. It doesn't get more linear than that. No, but that was that was way too linear. Jesus. <laughs> Be careful as, what you wished for. It was as linear and exciting as an eight-hour-long fart. Oh. Enough with the fart. It was nowhere near as exciting. Oh, yeah, he's right. 
Okay. Okay, we're not we're talking about rhyme anymore. We're just gonna move on. Okay, uh, Battleborn has gone gold and a beta is in the works. Great. Is anyone excited for Battleborn? Um, uh, no, not really. I is that heard... the one? That's the Gearbox one. That's also like a. Uh... Yeah, it's by Randy Pitchford by Gearbox. Yes. It's, okay. I think it's it's mobile like. I think. There's I've... too much. There's too many similar games out right now, so I'm yeah, getting to that any... point where I'm like older and my gaming time's a little restricted. But I'm just like, yeah, yeah. MOBA. I, I, what? That every, everything is a MOBA right now. So I'm yeah, gonna have to it's... check this out because I love Gearbox. I think they're great developers. I just oh yeah, tell the Clone Marines. I feel yeah. Like I'm just. Too I'm gonna wait till it's free on PlayStation Plus. <laughs> I don't think it's be free on PlayStation Plus, Curtis. Oh, it will be. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I really get ready to be really excited for this game. I mean, we've already got Overwatch coming, and then there's Paragon, Epic Games, new MOBA. I don't know. Yeah. It has a tough market to crack. Okay, so I will which say this. one... What was the other one? Sorry, we, had, we talked about last week. Uh, Overwatch? Overwatch yeah. looks cool. Yes. Battleborn, it, I mean, looking at it now, it looks pretty nifty. I like the, the art style. That's cool. Yeah, the art style is neat. I mean, obviously, Gearbox is known for that stuff. <laughs> I do like how this... This Battleborn does have a penguin and a mech. I'm, yes, that was cool. I'll admit that's that. That's clearly my $60 well spent right there. <laughs> yeah, on. I think I'm going to wait for the beta, the beta to come out, see if I can get into that and try it out. Well, you can pretty much get into any beta nowadays. This is true. <laughs> no, you have to reserve beta. the game, and then when enough people are like, I didn't get a key, they go, oh, surprise, open beta. You know, now, like, I remember back in the day when getting into a beta actually meant something. Now it's basically a glorified demo. Oh my god! Yeah, actually, actually, there's no art for demos. Bug reports and stuff. Yeah, like when you actually had to write paragraphs on their forums about what was wrong. Now, yeah. nowadays, tell them what's wrong. They're like, "Oh, wait, people actually care about what we need to fix." Like, oh shit! Oh, no did shit. you guys? Did you guys have like? You, which one of you had a PlayStation Two? Both or? Uh, yeah, I got a PlayStation Two. Yeah. Okay, were you yeah. part of the gamer advisor panel? I think I was too young for that. Oh, okay. It was like it was like Sony's thing to give you access to closed betas, but they expected you to report bugs, and they gave you like a nifty notebook and a PS2 game holder. That was cool. Back in my that sounds- day. So that's how betas used to work for console. It was actually kind of neat. Now I see eight-year-olds playing Call of Duty 3 betas yelling at me because I don't know what's going on because the game <laughs> just came out four hours ago and I was at work, and I'm just going to take a breath now. And there's your history in gaming, ladies and gentlemen. Brought to you by Chris. I used to do QA testing for EA, and it's like you'd have to write like paragraphs of paragraphs on just one thing. It's like, how do you feel about the graphics in this game? And it's like nowadays, yeah, you just play it, and then people are like, well, that was cool. Must be I'll nice. Play. All right. Next up, we've got ah, one of my favorite news pieces of the week. Ninja Turtles Mutants in Manhattan release date announced for 5-24-16 in a trailer. I'm happy for this. I'm excited for this. I, I love Ninja Turtles. Is that the movie or the game coming out? I figure it's the game. It's, it's, the, it's the game, yes. Mutants in Manhattan by <laughs> Platinum Games. Yes, Platinum Games. Because they both got announced and I just, I don't know the names of them. Is it side-scrolling? What do we got going on with this? No, it's Let's... a radical, it's a, it's a radical open-world action game. Well, not open-world. Is got, that got their description levels. or your description? I was going to say. That's their description. Because <laughs> uh, what makes it radical? Like, okay, it's not, it's not open-world technically. It's like, it's like big maps, but yeah, it's a, looks like a pretty cool brawler. 
I love the art style, of course. It's by Platinum, and so you know the action. All that matters is Bebop no, no, and no. Let's, let's just be honest here, Corey. What? The only reason you like this is because it's got fucking Ninja Turtles in it. That doesn't mean a damn thing. No, well, that means, means every goddamn it means, thing. Oh, why are you getting so testy about this? It looks I'm just cool. saying, if this, was like, if this was like anything else, you'd probably be like, eh. What do you mean, but, eh? What are you talking about? I'm just saying. What, what you, have I been on that has been eh? Let's like this. I'm just waiting for you, the Teenage Mutant Ninja 1886 game <laughs> so I can just play through that. Oh, you want to do like a time travel game like with Ninja Turtles 4? Or was it 3? It was. Yeah, yeah it was 3. I'm just saying, Ninja Corey. Turtles 3 was, was a time travel. Okay, did you actually watch the trailer, Curtis? I did. And what'd you think of it? What's your thoughts? I don't know. What do you it don't looks know? like a. It looks like a game that I would only buy when it's like 50% off or 75% off. Why is it going to discounts with you? Well, I, probably... I, I, <laughs> here's the thing, Corey. I have a wife and kids. I know. I, I know, Chris. I'm just joshing you. It's fine. No. I, I don't I, have I, time no. and money to go buy every video game. I know. I was kidding, Curtis. This is one crazy. of those games that I'd be, you know, playing video games with Corey or something. And it's a Friday night and I've had some beers and accidentally and buy. And I accidentally buy it. That's that's what um, be for me. I have to wait on this one though, because I mean, Platinum Games does have a decent reputation, but I re- I remember I pre-ordered their first game, Legend of Korra, and that was awful. Oh God, God! Weren't they the ones that made Melgar Solid Revengeance? They were, yes. That was pretty good. Yeah, that wasn't bad. That's what I'm saying. They also made a God, what was that called? The game Bayonetta. where you sl- yes, yeah, Bayonetta and Bayonetta Two, mm-hmm. and they had the the sliding game one with Val Val Valiant. Uh, it was V something. You wore a robot suit. You slid around the floor. It was all futuristic. This, this sounds like a game you played when you were four. And I love your how you're like, I've guys, never heard remember of this. this game that I can't remember? It's an old game, okay? Hold on. It's gonna Vanquish. Play. Vanquish! Yes. That was so See, fun. It was clearly, clearly, Corey's a fan, but he can't remember their names. Yeah, you're I'm a so robot. Slow. I didn't have Carlos slide around memory. on the ground. Every, like every, picture, every picture is a robot guy sliding around. Oh, you had like rocket slides. It was awesome. That's that's Corey's Friday night. Is he's a, he just dresses up as a robot and slides around on his, his floor. His girlfriend's just like, what? What are you I doing? Shit. <laughs> I cannot. I cannot slide around this trailer. It would be so bad. I would actually pay good money to see that. No, you're never going to see it. Oh, Corey, when we go to podcast movement, we will. Ah, uh, we'll see. But no, I'm at least looking forward to this. I'm going to wait first, see how it turns out. And obviously let, the price... I'll let my friend buy it, and I'll mooch it off him. That's what I'll do. Oh, you'll mooch... Okay, very good, Chris. That's I'll get good. it from the library. It's good, but I do want to see how big it is, though, because I remember, like, Transformers Devastation, which was good when I played it, but it was, like, 40 bucks when it first came out. I was like, no. Especially I heard the store was, like, four hours. It's, like, challenge maps and stuff you could go through, but still, it's not worth 40 bucks. Depending on how big it is, stuff I'll wait or probably pick it up day one. But yeah, I'm excited. Another Ninja Turtles game looks better than the other one out in the sh- like out of the shadows. Ugh, how a disappointment that was. All right, anything else? Okay. No, I was just trying to think of uh, Turtles in Time. I'm gonna let you finish, but Turtles in Time, greatest Ninja Turtle game of all time. Which one was that one? The Super Nintendo one. Am oh, I that God. old? I'm gonna leave. What, you're gonna leave. Gotta go. No, I said, I'm, am I that old? I'm gonna leave. <laughs> oh no, I remembered. I remember that game, and the sea levels. Ugh, those are no, that's that's oh, that's Nintendo. The Super. I'm gonna send you it. I'm gonna send you a link to it. You're gonna watch it all. 
I'm going to stream it. That's what I'm going to do and make you watch. Okay, yeah, you know what? Stream it. I will watch you. I will watch you play. I'll be more than happy to. You're going to be the only person because I don't have <laughs> friends. <laughs> okay, uh, moving on. Sony helps Lionhead Studios staff with a recruitment event, which, cool. Obviously, I think that's badass. So it is badass, yes. It always sucks to be laid off, but knowing that that they have, they'll maybe able to land on their feet again. Yeah, it's nice. I like job, the fact Sony. that Microsoft reached out and said, hey, let's play together after they broke up with Lionhead. They're like, hey, you can work for PS4 and, and we can maybe still play games sometimes if PS4 thinks it's cool. Like if you're, you know, that's, that's, that's just my vibe right now. I picture developers and game companies as eight-year-olds. That's, that's an interesting image. I'm done. That's, okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. I could probably get that system to one bit of news. Let's see. Bethesda claims a Fallout movie may happen. According to Bethesda's Todd Howard, it's a matter of capturing details and finding the right story to tell. Which, I mean, hell, if a good Fallout movie was ha happened, I would be all for it. Yawn. Yawn? Yeah. Didn't they just try good. to do that, you know, and it was called Mad Max? Here's the thing. Fucking, I, uh, I get like, one of the things that I really get bothered by, one of my big pet peeves, is the people who really want like, video game movies. And it's like, no, just, no, like... No, yeah, they don't. They don't have a good history. In fact, I kind of no. Watch. It's not even that. It's like you take a video game where it's like Mass Effect or Fallout Four, where it's like, hey, you know, here you're creating your own story and your own interactions, and now they're going to make some movie where some fucking dipshit screenwriter is going to be like, oh no, these are the interactions we're going to give you, and it's like, no, that's just stupid. Like compressing I mean, eighty I mean, hours. It makes sense, like story driven games. Some like I thought they could work better for than others, like House well, of the Dead. I don't know why they made that movie. Well, it's because Uwe Boll needs to pay for his hookers. Yeah, so. plus apparently you got like a tax credit thing for making those movies, so. Yeah, because he Sounds about right. <sighs> Goddamn Boll. Anyways, it's not going to happen either. Anyways, because they're like, well, we've got to find a story. Well, what kind of story are you going to come up with that's really going to mirror the choices that people make in those games? It's not going to work. I think, I think the, the best it's thing they better. can do is completely pull themselves away from any game that's existed and just do a different vault story from somewhere else in the country. But then you have to worry about, or, or in the world rather, then you have to worry yeah, actually, about. Actually, I, I, I wouldn't mind like something like maybe like out of the United States, maybe other parts of the world which you never see in Fallout. I mean, nowadays with the dawn of virtual reality, it would be pretty cool if they could do like a choose choose uh, like adventure style movie. I guess. Like an interactive movie thing for like based yeah. on video games? That would be pretty cool, yeah. Like if it was a movie, but like you could still make choices like you could in, uh, you know, video games. It's just that, yeah, it's more of a movie. Well, obviously, video games, you lose. When it comes to video games to movies, you're going to lose this stuff, choice. But still, storytelling's always been a good beat for Fall. I think they could actually do it, provided they do find the right story to tell. Yeah. I just don't think it's going to happen, but. Yeah, know. true. I mean,. They'll probably exactly. feel out and see how stuff like Assassin's Creed does and if, if those newer adaptions of games works out. Right? Assassin's Creed's coming out this year, isn't it? Yeah. Just, and it already got greenlit for a sequel, which is Yeah, that was a surprise. I'm like, okay, you're that confident? Damn. And we also got Last of Us movie coming out soon. So Cool. Is that actually being filmed or is it just in pre-production? I think it's still in pre-production. I know they got the guy who made The Last of Us games wrote them neil Druckmann to come on board so that's a good hmm. sign that'll be interesting i just it's always weird compressing that much like 20 to it's, 30 hours of character development into a two-hour movie it, maybe a little yeah. bit more now that we get the longer comic book movies right right 
That makes sense, yeah. Alright, speaking of, con of video game movies, Metro 2033 is being turned into a movie. Which, if you haven't played Metro 23, ladies and gentlemen, you probably should. It's it's a really good series. Recently played it on the PS4. Chris, okay, give me, you give me your elevator pitch on it, because I always see it, my buddies are playing it, and I always well, passed on it because I was playing other shooters. Well, I guess you can call it like a, a Russian nuclear apocalypse. It's kind of like Fallout a bit, but it's more, I want to say horror-centric. Okay, that's kind of cool. Yes, it's pretty cool. A nice style, plus a new setting with Russia. And the story is actually pretty good, too. It's more choice-based as well. One of the most hmm. pirated games of all time. Wow. That Really? I didn't know yep. that. Yep. Damn. Yes, post-apocalyptic science fiction. That's a good description. It's, it's okay. It's okay? Well, I think I like it more, but I think it's, I recommend it. Especially if you wait for a deal for it on PS. I bought the whole, like, one and two for like 12 bucks so that's not bad it's pretty polarized in reviews and stuff you know some people throw up you've got to see really? other people get gave it a nine so oh. yeah yeah i thought the, like, like the newer ones version like rated better i check real quick hold on metacritic what do they got to say about it weren't there so there was one and two i thought one had like zombies because it was under the horror stuff or is that just mm. Oh, yeah, Metro Redux, that's it. Oh, okay. It's got like 83 run on Metacritic, so. <laughs> Everyone wants zombies. Oh, zombies. <laughs> well, there are more than zombies, though. Yeah, there's. Yeah, there's little beastly zombie, creatures. Zombie 2.0. Oh. Yeah, that's nice. I'm kidding. I don't know. All right, moving on. Let's see. Oh, uh, yes, the Fallout 4 Automatron DLC. Did you all see the trailer for this? Yeah. Robots everywhere. Yes, we could build battle bots and fight. That's pretty cool. It seems more storage <laughs> than I was expecting. It's actually pretty yeah. cool. I, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with it. I'm, I didn't. I passed on the season pass, and then I realized that it jumped up in price. So I'm curious to see what yeah, else I bet, comes Yeah, up, I think me and Curtis picked it up when it was still cheap. Yeah, I got it for like 30 bucks. Yeah, mm -hmm. same. I was probably up the price, but I mean, this looks pretty substantial. And they got the Mechanist back, which if you played yeah. Fallout 3, you know who that is. Yeah. I like the idea that you can build your own robot. I mean, that's got a lot of cool uh, possibilities there. Yeah, they're really expanding on their whole uh, crafting elements. Yeah. This time with robots. That's a really cool feature. I'm like a what I want to know is, like, can you build a mech for yourself? Because that would be pretty cool. Oh, like your own mech suit? Yeah. That's Action. what I want. You know what? Yeah, I want that too. It's like Iron Man 2.0. That'd be awesome. Just rock a mechanist suit. <laughs> yeah, probably couldn't fly though. Walking around all clunky. <laughs> I mean, you know that that's probably what it's going to be because the thing with these Fallout DLCs is they almost always they add quite a bit to the gameplay. And that's the thing, like making robots is one thing, but I think they're going to have to add more to it to add value to it. So I think that yeah, being able right. to make a, like a mech suit or something could be pretty cool. Yeah, and plus, it, else if you enjoy good storytelling, yeah, there is story apparently. Yeah. Like trying to stop the mechanist. And let's be honest, Fallout Four's story was okay, but it wasn't like. Nah, it was no New Vegas or three, really. No, I mean, you had that great I spoiler in the, in the middle or towards the end or however you played it, but it was it's all right. Yeah, I think that they. I liked what they were going for with the idea that was more based on the faction that you chose. 
But, I mean, I don't know. I guess, like, they would put more emphasis on it, on the factions that they did in the other game, so... Right, right. But yeah, I'm excited for this. Curtis, you excited? Oh, well, I have the season pass, so... No, it's it's going to be free. When I'm doubtable. But... Well, it's not free, but... Oh, yeah. It'll be it'll be cheap. It's like you're getting, like... We're paying yeah. good money for this, damn it. All right. Chris. Let's just say... Let's just say I'm, I'm locked in to try it no matter what. So whether <laughs> I like it or not, you'll find out. It's fair. Chris? I'm interested to see what you guys think, but I'm going to be passing... Pass and pass. Okay. Yep. Fair enough. All right, next up, Gears of War 4 is getting a beta next month. It'll start on April 18th. For those of you who bought the Gears of War Ultimate Edition, like me, yay. For the Xbox Live members, it'll go live on April 25th. All right, cool. It's kind of expected, but still, nice to see. Yeah, Gears of War Ultimate Collection was probably my first brush with Gears of War, but it was a lot of fun. Beyond. I know my wife's going to... Hmm? Did you play through all of them? I played the first one. I haven't gotten to the second and third one yet. Okay. My uh, my wife's going to kill me for saying this because she actually works for the company that's making Gears of War 4. But really? I'm not excited for that. <laughs> and I know that probably means I'm probably not going to get some tonight, but I'm willing to risk that. <laughs> Share this podcast out with their company friends. <laughs> well, it's kind of funny because like, Whenever, like, we went to their Christmas party or whatever, like, hey, you, you, you talk about, like, stuff like video games and comic books, right? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, should talk about Gears of War sometime. And I'm like, no. That's, that's well, called I a will... promoted spot. Yeah, I'm like, you must pay me for this. <laughs> like, well, hell, I'll talk about it, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm excited for Gears of War 4. Sure. Gotta play for 2 and 3 first, but I'll get there. This I'm gonna the skip the I'll judgment one, swing up and play with my dad he has an xbox because he's cool like that and always gets gears of Aww. war so i'll play the fourth with him that's cool wish my dad played xbox but he's in jail <laughs> well i got, that that got really <laughs> <laughs> oh cool about it it's fine it's like oh i wish i had more time with my dad too bad he was a child molester Oops. <laughs> no it was he's a he's a robber i wasn't i was, I was saying that it's like ah. Uh, Hypothetical, like a joke. I didn't. I wasn't referring to your dad. You no, really, you really made it G-rated by calling him a robber. I just picture like three <laughs> cops with billy clubs. You're like, ah, here, come back here. He's robbing. It's it's Carol enough. So there was probably some racial slurs in there somewhere. Oh god, black. <laughs> okay, I didn't mean. <laughs> I know what I meant. <laughs> I know. All right, moving on. So the big, big exciting news of the week. Obviously, we missed out on yesterday, but like I said. Gave us fruits of our labor with well, PlayStation VR. It's been announced. The price point will be $400 and will be released around October. Which, hey, $400 is my limit, so I'm happy with this. Uh, no, it's not $400. It is $400. It's, it's not $400. Well, yeah, I know you need like move controllers and that camera, but I already got a camera, so I'm all set. Wait, you need the move controllers too? I don't, that doesn't well, come with no, it? No, the camera you definitely need, but the move controllers... Uh... Well, I guess they're optional. You can use a controller for that stuff. I think it's easier to just have move controllers. Uh, they are going to have a bundle for camera and move controllers, and they might have a bundle for move controllers. I'm not sure yet. But yeah, it's still, though. If you have those like I do, and I have my move controllers stashed somewhere, so I'm all set. Yeah, 400 bucks is what I'm spending. Yeah. October's plenty of time to get it anyway. 
it, it's, it's gonna be close awesome, to five. But it's it's still decent, but it's not four hundred dollars. And that's what bothers me. People are like it's four hundred dollars. Like no, it's four hundred dollars plus your move controller and your camera, which is gonna yeah bring you up closer to five hundred. But I mean, well still, obviously yeah, still a lot less expensive than the other yeah than HTC yeah, five eight hundred. The, the cost of entry is much lower than getting a whole gaming rig in an Oculus. Yes, it's, apparently it's already selling out in Europe. I mean, it's just not cool that they haven't communicated this properly. It's like... I mean, they've told us in the news and stuff. They kind of came out afterwards and had to say it because people were confused. But even now, people are still saying, oh, 400 bucks and you get the full experience. And it's like... Yeah, I think, I this, I think that's why the Witcher wanted to ship the camera with the PlayStation 4, but then decided at the last minute for the sake of having sales... So how They're much kind of controllers, typically? Are they going to work with the old ones that came out with PlayStation 3? Yes, they work with the old ones that came out with PlayStation 3. Let's see. Like, I know my my GameStop sounds like cheap, like 12 bucks. Hmm. So let's see. How much does PS Move go for now? But well, remember, heard... that, that's gonna, the market's going to get drained of those. So you can't oh, really... God, yeah. Actually, yeah, I read the news. Like, apparently, scales for the camera and the Move controllers skyrocketed. Yeah. Yep, apparently it's almost already sold out on Amazon. And a standard new one is 28 bucks. There you go. So you get two of those, one for, one for each hand, or do they come in two packs? Uh, Well, they, well, there's one for each hand, but you can, probably, you can use the new for like 15 bucks. Okay, so there's that. Okay. Then your $50 camera. We're sitting pretty at 500 Yeah, almost 500 yeah. Which, I mean, yeah. if you have that, that sort of liquid income and you really want to do VR, awesome. It's, but, yeah, it's, again, it's still a better entry point than HTC Vive or Oculus. Where you have to get a, that's your system. Then what the hell am I going to play? Well, I need games. So, Right, it's also ship with a few VR games, like Playroom VR, which looks cool. Yeah, PlayStation 4 camera is like 44 bucks. So, oh, well, yeah, we're, we're almost 500 I Let's think it's, it looks awesome. All the demos they've been showing are super cool, and... I think yeah, and it, just uh, VR in general this week has been hilarious. You know how immersed people get and they start headbutting their floor. I think I think that's <laughs> funny. So I'll, I'll wait for one of my one of my friends to get it and try it, or or I'll do go do a tech demo of it before I make any commitment. Just because that's fair. Yeah. I'll try a demo though. If you're gonna do that, try to bring a washcloth with you to wash the the helmet. I figured I'd sneeze in it. You don't sneeze in it. Yeah, I figured I'd fart in it. Oh, no. oh. that's disgusting. Okay. I'll give you the full immersion experience. <laughs> yeah, also, PlayStation VR will have a cinematic mode, which will allow you to play standard PS4 games, cool, on a virtual screen, and watch Netflix. That's also cool, so if you don't have a big screen or anything, you just watch it virtually. So if I really don't want to talk to Allison, I put the headphones on, I put the helmet on, and then yes, I get... play video games. Exactly. That's cool. That's a nice feature when you have the only the PS4 games. So I pay $500, I lose my fiance, and then I get to play, play virtual reality. Nice. Yes. Who needs, the, who needs loved ones, really? <laughs> yeah, who needs the world? Them. I have my living room. Am I? Am I, I mean, eventually, you know what they're going to do is like Pornhub or you porn eventually is going to be on, like... Maybe on Oculus. I know they're already... Porn, porn industry is always working on VR stuff. They're already working on that shit. That's They're what I said. Find Remember, I said, I said, whichever company or whichever thing is endorsed by a porn company or by porn will will be the winner of this whole battle. That's yeah, how it's HD one last generation and Blu-rays worked. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Also, more than two hundred thirty developers are working on PlayStation VR development from independent studios to top tier publishers, and EA and Sony are bringing 
Star Wars Battlefront's PlayStation VR. No, they aren't. Okay, not the game itself, but a, a, but a unique Star Wars experience. experience. That's, yeah, that's, that's, a, should... that's a very misleading title. It's, it's still Star Wars. It's basically using pre- the models that they used in Battlefront. Basically, you're just going to walk around and be like, oh, hey, B- Boba Fett just came off that roof. That's cool. Was that the thing that we actually put like that the trailer off. for it? Yeah. I still well, want to try game, it. <laughs> it looks there's awesome. that one game where like, apparently you play as a Jedi Knight, and it's like between Return of the Jedi and um, Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, by all accounts, it looks like a tech demo. There's no, there's no way to look at that and say, well, that's going to be a game. And that's the thing. It's you know, 230 people working on things, but... You know, how many of these things are actually going to be like really good games and how many of these are just going to be like, oh, hey, look, you can walk around the set of Assassin's Creed the movie. And it's just like, well, I'm sure that's going to be part of the integration process. I mean, they did do that already before with uh, this high rise movie they had out. This guy was walking in the high line between two towers. Here's the thing. We can guess, but no, I'm not guessing. That's actually what happened. No, I mean, we, we can guess about like what these games are going to be, but really they should have come out with this event at least uh, given at least two or three big titles to be like, well, they did say there was going to be like 50 titles out between launch and the end of the it's, year. It's so just that's tough though. What he's saying is it's talk is cheap at the end of the day. And if you don't, right, have, right. Now you got to deliver too. like, if they had said no man's sky, mass effect Andromeda, and I don't know, let's say, Dark Souls 3, just for shit. Why would you want to play Dark Souls 3? I would cry. I'd be sitting in my corner (laughs) crying. Like, Allison would come home. I'd be like, I got the new PlayStation VR. Come check it out. She rushes home from work, and she opens the door. Can't find me. I'm sitting in the corner crying, (laughs) rocking back and forth, trapped in Dark Souls. Oh, God. See, no, like, the Dark Souls games, like, there's people who notoriously play that with, like, a uh, rock band and, you know, guitar or... You know, like one guy played it with a DDR pad and all this. Like, people just love to do that stuff. So I'm kind of surprised that they haven't just been like, oh, yeah, here's a VR version or something where, yeah. Well, maybe in the future. I don't know how it would work, though. But God, can you imagine those, those monsters in VR, like actually in, in your night shoes, looking up at them? I'm like, I'm right now full blown into hype mode for Dark Souls 3. So had they said <laughs> there's going to be a VR, like if they said, oh, yeah, we're going to patch in VR, eventually I'd be like, Fucking a rock hard right now with this news, guys. I don't know. Well, that printing money. All you have to do. Oof. Oh, I'd, I'd love it. It would be like. You probably get you know, sick. You'd probably look like a moron doing it, but you'd probably be having like the time of your life, feel like some badass night or whatever. Mm, fair. Clerics, fair. Clerics for life, by the way. <laughs> right. PlayStation VR, though. Are we excited, Chris? I think it's going to be pretty cool. I just hope it delivers. Right. I'm, fair. I'm, Curtis? Cool. I'm excited. I'm not really that excited. I mean, 400 bucks is quite a bit, and they haven't really given anything to really say, this is what I'm getting with my 400 bucks, aside from a really fancy peripheral. I mean, I need to see games. I need to see what I'm getting with this. And right now it's like, oh. Saw Fez, what was it, Fez, Rez? There's Rez, there's Riggs. No, there's that's, that much, you know, E3. But that's not enough to sell me on a $400 peripheral. I mean, yeah. I, that's fair. I need something that's like gonna really be like that game that I want to play, and you right. know, yes, I mean, as somebody who plays on a PC and a PS4, I'm gonna get my VR for my PS4 because the one for PC is just too expensive. Mm-hmm. Well, it's more expensive. 
But the problem is, is if the one that's more expensive has more games, I'll spend the two hundred ish dollars more or whatever to get the one that's got the better games. Mm, that's so, fair. Right well, now, it's like good price point, guys. But where's the games? Uh, well, I guess we'll see when it comes out in October. I mean, if they wanted to, you know, do right by me, they'd do like a Pokemon game in VR. <laughs> I don't know if they would Nintendo do that for VR. Unless oh, they yeah. like their own VR peripheral, they'd have to do their own. They will. They'll never license stuff out to Sony or or Microsoft. I, I don't want to say never, but within this time frame, I don't think so. Oh, it'd be perfect for it too, though. Damn. All right. Uh, Everything yeah. would be po- perfect for Pokemon. Speaking of Pokemon, by the way, I did get to play Pokemon Tournament, which I told fucking Corey about, and he didn't even put in the goddamn notes. How was it? I'm so. It's actually a lot of fun. All right. That's cool. it is good. it like is it hardcore? I saw the whole rocks paper scissors thing. I didn't know if that was going to make yeah. it kind of gimmicky. No, it's actually got a lot of features in it and a lot of. I mean, what's the best way to put this? Like, there's a lot of depth to it that I was kind of surprised by. Um, okay. There's actually like pretty substantial learning curve, but once you get it, it's actually a lot of fun. My only complaint about it is that you don't you only have their choice of Pokemon. So it's not like I was kind of hoping there'd be more Pokemon in it, but whatever. Well, how many are there exactly? There's like Isn't 10 there like 19 or, or something or 14. Unri- and then you unlock a few more. Yeah, something like that. Like there's only a handful. And like there are even Pokemon that I wouldn't I wouldn't choose, which I like. I'm just like, oh, that Pokemon. OK, that's sure. surprisingly small. It has a lot more. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing when you play like Pokemon Coliseum, you know, you play that game, you could play like. With all the Pokemon you have, uh, this game I know there's 721 Pokemon, but still they could have <laughs> even done like a you know somewhat decent proportion of that. Well, if that's just... a fighting game, that's that's how many more characters to balance against one another. Yeah, that's true. I would say you could do it, but I'm crazy. We all know that. So just a little bit. A little. Anything else you got to add, Curtis? Uh, your Pokemon Pokemon tournament. Oh no, that's it. I that's just wanted it. to fuck you because you fucking forgot to put in the notes. I'm sorry. I didn't know if, wait, if you want to do it or not because you got you're in a bit of a hurry. You got stuff to do tonight. Yeah, I gotta go see Batman v Superman so I can go piss off all the DC fanboys. Oh god. Yeah, that should be fun. All right, I guess I'll just do a quick uh, a division discussion. Obviously, that came out last week. Yeah, last week. Chris, you played a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Corey witnessed my playing firsthand. This is dumb. I'm bored. I give it a five. This is yeah, boring. Comparing it to Blitz from Six Siege, and you didn't like it as much. Why? Why does? Why don't the guys die when I shoot them? They're only wearing yellow ponchos, and they have a name. <laughs> it's an RPG. Of course, they're gonna be a bit. I spongy. shot him in the head. Cool, that guy blew up. That's nice. That's neat. I like the fireworks. That's cool. I'm bored. I'm gonna go play Siege. Bye, guys. That's the that's the Chris review of the division. <laughs> wow, that's pretty on point, Chris. Good for you. No, I can't, I can't say I agree. I had a good time. Me and Megan have been playing it off and on for the past two weeks. We've had a lot of fun together. I was not perfect, though. Like, some of the side missions are pretty damn repetitive. That's annoying. I liked stories. Oh, not great, but eh, it gets me through it. It's better than Destiny. That's for damn sure. Yeah. And, I'm, wow. and, I'm, wow. and upgrading the boo base or the base operations. That's pretty fun. As I see boo your base? progress actually You're play up. You're upgrading your boo base? It, it's base of operations. Boo is short for that. Ah, uh, the boo base. <laughs> the boobies, yes. But no, no, it's pretty fun. The guns feel good. It's cool to level up. It's classic MMO stuff. Dark Zones, 
Darkzone is kind of a bitch, but eh, it's supposed to be a bitch. So you've hit the dark zone. I didn't have the patience. I, I red boxed it for free. That's what I did. I was like, I got a coupon. Let's do this. Um, All right. So it's neat, but yeah, I, I guess was pretty cool. The letdown for me was I, I like Destiny in the fact that you could be in this big mission, but the world would be full of other people. And mm-hmm. in this game, it's like, all right. Let's squad up, dude. So it was you, me, Megan, my buddy. And then all of a sudden we're like, oh, there's, there's, there's two more of us. And in this giant map, you could it's pretty have big your map. squad. You could just have your squad. So you're running around and, you know, there's people looting stores and you're like, ah, oh, I'm going to stop them. And then you've just looted anyway. But yeah, it's kind of hypocritical when you think about it. <laughs> it, was, it was kind of a letdown for me that it just felt so empty. But I, I didn't get to the dark zone, but at yeah. the same time, for, for a game that big and supposedly immersive i just felt alone huh. yeah new york felt me. great though the, the city well, itself did a good job with- oh they that yeah. was awesome but i just felt like it needed more people need more people kind of be like npcs or enemies or what no like like fellow players think about it you know when that, we did no the Madison, no that would have been i don't know that seems like it'd be too cluttered then well not a ton it, it's just free roam stuff when we were in yeah, that's Madison, why destiny has like sep- go ahead well they do have separate that and this is not me saying I love Destiny, it's way better than this. It's What I liked was you load into Earth, and you have Earth, but then there's missions and shit that you gotta do that, hey, you're gonna go do that. You have your little dark zone areas where the other people aren't. Meanwhile, in in The Division, I thought it was gonna be like, hey, this open world part with, with stuff going on, but then there's missions, like Madison Square Garden, where all of a sudden it's a no-respawn zone, you go in, but there's no one else. It's just still you and your squad. So it just feels like you're in this snapshot of this overall world. It doesn't feel like you're a part of a bigger thing. But you can elaborate on the dark zone because I'm I'm completely naive to that. I don't know. I'd say like if you're looking for that kind of thing, the dark zone is definitely your cup of tea, obviously. You know, obviously the enemies are more dangerous and there's always a chance of players going rogue on you. So there's like a tenuous trust between you and other players. Like, like for example, me, Megan, and this other guy were attacking two... We're being attacked by two fronts, by two different squads. Not squads, squads of enemies. And they were coming down on us. We almost had them. We had our good loot. But me and Megan were wounded really badly. This fucker, this little asshole, comes behind us and then just bombs the both of us. Mind, mind blasts and just, ugh, we lost our stuff. <laughs> so that guy that you were working with screwed you over? Yeah, right when, after the battle was over, we were wounded. We couldn't do anything. Now, when uh, he goes rogue, then I don't know how that other people like can find other people can no, kill it, him though and get a reward, right? So the whole thing of people diving into bullets trying to make you go rogue isn't that annoying? Oh, yeah, no, that does happen because the, no one wants to really go rogue because obviously when you go rogue, people are going to hunt you down, and when they kill you, they get the rewards and you lose stuff. But apparently, the division like developers saw this and were trying to tweak it so the rewards aren't are going to be the risks are going not going to be as bad. But no, it's fun though, Curtis. It really is. It's, it's, and we also got to hunt the guy guy down later. Don't you want to ask me what I think about the game? Did you actually play the game? Yeah, I did. Okay, what'd you think of it, Curtis? Shows what kind of research Corey does. Well, you said you didn't know if you were gonna get it or not. You said you're gonna wait for it to be discounted. And I did. I actually <laughs> he says got it for it free. every game. He does say so. You got it for free? I did get it for free. I, you you guys <laughs> joke about that, but I did pay full price for Dark Souls three, and I paid full price for Pokemon Sun and Moon. Of course you did, because it's Pokemon. And You're Dark Souls. Oh, yeah. Did you pre-order that? Yes. Well, shit. You mean business. Okay, so are you on PlayStation or PC? PC. Damn, that sucks. I wish we were PlayStation. Well, PC's got better graphics. 
balls. Doesn't matter. Whatever. Go ahead. Anyways, I don't know. I found the game like I guess like for some people they think that this game's gonna be kind of original. And I like No, it's I was, not it's not original. Let me finish my fucking sentence. I'm sorry. God, he's worse than a fucking woman. Now you know hey hey. All right. I'm sorry. That's what Carlos does to me. It kind of pisses me off. Anyway. All right. Go ahead, Travis. I'm sorry. Anyways. Mm. So, you you know, I saw online people were like, oh, this is so original. This is like they're doing a lot of things different. And I played the beta and I was like, I didn't see that. But I'm like, you know what? Why not? And I had a, a friend that actually got a voucher for it, but he already uh, prepaid it. So or he had already uh, pre-ordered it. So mm. he was like, you can have this. I'm like, cool. So I started playing, and I was like, all right, let's see how, uh, how far I can get into this before I just utterly hate it or if I like it or whatever. And the thing is, is like, you know, Chris mentioned uh, Destiny, and there's definitely Destiny in here. Like, uh, And again, people were saying online, you know, oh, this is a pretty original game. There's a lot of interesting things they do. And I was like, maybe. I mean, for me, I come from a, more of a PC background. And so I'm always thinking of this as like an MMO. And like an MMO, I feel like the biggest fault with this game is that there's just so many monotonous missions to do. Like the main story missions I find are not too bad. Mm-mm. They're like, okay. But man, like all the side shit, it's just so fucking boring. The same old shit. Like go into this, uh, you know, sewer and then, you know, you finish that. Okay, go to another sewer and go find this. And it's like, or go out to a rooftop and fix this. And, you know, people are like, well, Metal Gear Solid 5 did that. Yes, but I found Metal Gear Solid 5, at least the gameplay was a little more my style. It's more diverse. Metal Gear Solid 5, you had options to tackle it differently. Yeah, this one, it's kind of like, it's how it's paced and everything is just so, it's just monotonous and it just, it, like, here's the thing, I, I've played through some of the story missions. I don't think I'm far. I checked the guide. I'm only like, a few missions in but like for me in the game like it's not always about the main missions like i want right. to play around and try to unlock stuff on the side and this game i just i've lost all of my interest in doing that so yeah well, that's fair i agree with you done with the monotony of the side missions if i if i was by myself i could see that i think it just helps to have me and megan together it's like ha- ha- having fun just making fun of things it's just it helps and that's the me. thing like if you're going to go into this game and you're going to play it with a bunch of buddies or whatever, where you're making your own experiences, it might be more enjoyable. Yeah, but I'd for someone that. like me, where I was, I was not like I played with one of my friends, but he's not a huge gamer. I'm just like, you know what? I'm doing the side missions. It's not that exciting. When's Dark Souls Three coming out? Because this game is just. There's <laughs> a little bit of an empty Dark Souls I guess. 3. You know, yeah. if, if you're just there, it's cool. This is this is what's going on. And like you said, if you're playing like, with buddies, you could be playing yeah. checkers and have a great time. So, yeah. And the thing is, too, is you know, I, again, I could see how for some people this is going to be fun. Like, if you're not a PC gamer, a lot of the things they do in this game are relatively new to what to console players. But for PC players, like a lot of the stuff that they they do in this game has been done already in PC games. So even on like a gameplay level, like this is nothing new to me, at least. But I know, like, there's people who don't play, you know, like a lot of games, you know, like, for instance, like, not a lot of people play MMOs. So a lot of the MMO elements are like, people are like, oh, this is so cool that there's this expansive world. And I'm like, yeah, World of Warcraft's been doing that for, like, however many years. So, I mean, cool, but not, like, cool enough for me to, like, 
buy into the excitement. So no, I, I actually what you're saying. Yeah, I play a lot of MMOs, so I definitely do see the MMO elements. And yeah, well, it's definitely not new. I do think it's like it's well put together for what it is. I'd say. How's the and skill so far, tree pan out in the later levels? Um, skill tree pan out. It's pretty fun, pretty diverse. A lot of cool stuff you get. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess mm. it was a time investment for me. Like I could be playing other games. Yeah. Right, no, I understand. Unless you're, you have a time limit to how much you can play for what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, like, I've got a wife and kids, and they're yes, like... Yes, you have wife and kids. You're little twins. Yeah. They're, they like to, you know, like me, they like to fart a lot, so... They're obviously... <laughs> now. No, just kidding. They, oh, they do fart, but I don't think they do it intentionally. That's... that. Yeah, that's true. This is true. All right, so basically, Curtis, Chris, are meh. I'm, I'm liking it more. That's our impressions for the week. Let's see. Moving on to emails. A few Fun of you fact, have... Corey Sweet. can do a Rodney King impression, but... A what impression? Because you said that's our impressions for the week, and I said, oh, Corey can do a Rodney Dangerfield impression. Get it? Get what I did there? Uh, you uh, You me. suck, Curtis. Yeah. All right, we have emails. We do. We have three emails this week. Thanks for everyone for mailing us in. First, starting off, hey all, love the podcast. What do you think will be the trends of gaming in the future? What sort of tech and trends will we see in the next decade or so? Video Game of the Month Club, I nominate Chrono Trigger. It's a game that most people have played, but quite a few haven't. Plus, it's pretty readily available. Thanks, Jang. Am I saying that right? Jang? Jang? Jenga. Jenga. We're not calling him Jenga. Oh, whatever. I'm sure he gets called that. Oh, thanks for email, Jang. But uh, yeah, as for techs and trends, I think VR actually will take off for the future. Obviously, as it gets cheaper and stuff, because more mainstream, we're going to see more applications for it. Like, I'm sure Facebook is already planning some things out for it with their Oculus. And like Chris said, porn. That's probably going to be a thing. I'm not banging that. You on it. I'm just saying that's going to be an indicator of who's leading the market if it goes console specific for that yeah they're already they're already developing like stuff like uh i guess peripherals pussies would be peripheral yes i was gonna say techno pussies but yeah peripherals is good too (laughs) sexy peripherals yeah i think porn's gonna bank on this i'd say what do you guys think i think i think you go ahead curse no i was gonna say like the one thing i want to see is um I want to get like for, you know, with these, um, you know, PlayStation Plus or Xbox Live games with gold. I want them to retire the old ones, like the PS3 games and the uh, Xbox 360 games. Like, just retire those and maybe just replace them with like a VR game each month or something. Like, I mean, like when VR like takes off the PlayStation and stuff. Well, even when it comes out, like just take away the PlayStation 3 because it's like. I get these like notifications like, hey, you can get this PS3 game. And I'm like, my PS3 is in storage because I never play it. Like, yeah. doesn't do me any good. Um, what else? Wait, I mean, that's like the one, that's like probably the easiest choice is like, come on, like get rid of the PlayStation 3. Like pretty much almost every game has been given away for free. Yeah, you know, the, I think that's like, the way they look at it is they want to keep people buying PlayStation Plus. Yeah, they, they support their with PlayStation. That, like, with their PS3 market, you know. They're not getting yeah. much out of it at this point. But hey, if I buy this PlayStation 3, they're just giving away games. So That's yeah. true. Um, Look how long the PS2 lived on. So you'd like them to retire the old generation consoles already? 
not even well like when i say retire it's like you got to put in something else in its place like there's no way they're going to take out that and be like well that's cool but you're you know that's you're not getting the same value on your playstation plus so yeah i mean even if they wanted to push vr they need to like they need to actually actively give out a game each month for free and i mean they're gonna obviously be doing that for like lower like not like you know like not it's not gonna be a triple a game probably but Right. Small little experiments that people can do because that's what's really going to like sell VR is the fact that like if I have PlayStation Plus, all of a sudden, cool, every month I get a game yeah, instead of me. Yeah, and you know whatever, maybe it might be something as stupid as like the Star Wars Battlefront experience, but you know, whatever. I still would like to see that experience. <laughs> um, and and I just like in general, I just want to see harder games. Like I get really choked that like you know. Like, for a while, like, we had to wait for a game like Dark Souls 3 to get, like, or Dark Souls or whatever. Demon Souls. Start, yeah, Demon Souls. To start getting, like, harder games again. And part of me, like, is like, okay, like, I'm kind of bored with these, you know, FPS games where you can just put it on the highest difficulty and generally get through with no major issues. I mean, I know some people say, oh, but it is hard. Maybe, but if you know those games, like, if you play one first-person shooter, you could probably play on almost all of them on hard. Um, so I like I want to see more harder games, and I like that with like the Shovel Knight and stuff like that. I like that they're yeah, kind more. of making games more difficult. Do you ever play Thousand and One Spikes? Yes, oh, that <laughs> game. <laughs> Honestly, like I feel like um, I'm the kind of guy that like I just love hard games, and so like people are like, "Oh, I can't believe you're excited for Dark Souls Three. That game's gonna be tough." Well, and I'm like, "Yeah, but like compare that to like." when I got Fallout 4 and I'm just like going through on the hardest difficulty, but it's like you're going through and it's like, okay, cool. I'll do this. I'll do that. And then I feel like it wasn't even like, I wasn't even awake for when I was playing it. Like I was listening to a podcast. I was doing whatever, but I wasn't really actively engaged. So I'm so surprised you haven't picked up the Witcher 3 then yet. Oh, Witcher 3 sucks. So. Why, why does it what? suck? Did you play it? I did play it. I just didn't like it. That's surprising that. me. I can see it. I mean, it's it's a it's a great game, but it has a little bit of a growing it took for me to play, and I still haven't played it much. So, a friend bought a friend loaned it to me, and mm-hmm. then he was like, "Hey, do you like this game?" And I'm like, "No." And he's like, "Cause he had borrowed GTA uh, Five from me." And he's like, "Do you just want GTA Five back?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> hmm. well, that's a shame. Uh, well, it's not really a shame because I really like GTA Five. I'd say it's a shame because, I mean, I actually would like The Witcher 3. Yeah. It's like it can't be hard in the hardest setting. Then you have the fa- fantasy elements, which are pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it was okay. I mean, I know some people say that game's really hard. Maybe. I don't know. I'd say the hardest one's actually at least be of a challenge. All right, Chris? Um, in terms of trends, I think, kind of to elaborate on last week, I think they're really going to start going up. Companies in general are going to start pursuing this, like, almost weaponized nostalgia where they're going to be pulling back old old uh, ips and everything like we kind of talked about chrono trigger coming back and all that kind of stuff and i feel like that's going to be more and more prevalent like with the crash bandicoot stuff and in terms of tech it it was too soon for the playstation um tv things but i honestly feel like our next step is going to be cloud-based streaming stuff it just it's a tougher tougher nut to crack with video games than it is with music or, or movies because so, of just like cloud-based gaming 
Yeah, I, I, I think that should be, or not should, but I think that's going to start being a contender. I can well, see applications yeah. for that. Like, I know Microsoft's been pushing it. They did it for Titanfall. Mm-hmm. They're probably doing it for, uh, what was that superhero game they were making? Crackdown 3, yes. Well, like, even too, like, you know, PC gamers nowadays, it's like, whenever you hear of somebody who has an optical drive on their PC, it's like, lol, you have an optical drive? Because nobody really has that anymore. Like, you know... You can, like, for instance, on a PC, you can spend that 25 bucks or whatever, get an optical drive, but you don't need it. You can just use a USB or whatever. And I think yeah. that, yeah, eventually consoles are just going to figure out the same thing, that, like, it's just putting in the optical drive costs money, and you can take it out, and it's a cost-saving measure. Um, I mean, that's really just it. And then, you know, of course, there's things, too, like if you take out the optical drive, you can start to trim the fat in other ways, too. So, mm-hmm. I mean... The PlayStation TV, I think Chris, yeah, he makes a good point that, yeah, it was an experiment, but it was an awesome experiment because it was basically like, hey, you know, we're showing that we can, you know, trim the fat and just give you a bare bones console that is download only. I mean, mind you, they kind of, you know, screwed the pooch because it was like, oh, you got to buy one of our SD cards and they're like super expensive. Yeah. Yeah. It flopped really hard in Japan, too, when it first came out. Which blows my mind. I thought they would have kind of jumped on that, but... I don't know. You never you can't even some tell. stuff you no, can't I, predict. Yeah, I think a streaming is viable option. I think the real challenge is going to be latency and obviously internet connection down in the USA is still pretty backwards. Yeah, I was actually going to add into that, like the whole net neutrality battle we're perpetually having, and Comcast now just recently instating um, data usage limits. Like you get three hundred gigs or something, then they charge you on the per per 50 afterwards which is outrageous and it's all it is is just to try and coerce netflix and other companies to partnering with them and stuff so it's that's a whole nother talk and it just makes me sad that people are yeah that, that greedy yeah those are our answers jang thanks for thanks for your input and yes i guess country will be our game of the month maybe maybe <laughs> maybe okay all right next up hey gamers i think chrono trigger would be a good choice for video game of the month but it's an RPG which isn't accessible to everyone, so many a side scroller like Mario might be better. So I'll yes. also nominate Super Mario World. Yes. I do have a question. If there was one console dash handheld that you think could be supported to this day with new games. What would it be and why? Super Nintendo. I think I think that's my timeless one right there. I'm gonna jump in because mm-hmm. just think about the games. Like you don't have the yeah sure with stuff like Star Fox and the uh, I can't remember the engine that they used. Some of that stuff right. really does look dated. Um, but then you get this all the sprite animated artwork of Zelda, Super Mario World, for example. And mm-hmm. those will never look old because they took illustrations almost and and mastered what they could with that technology and it made it a timeless thing. You look at Mario 64, and I think that's a wonderful game, but it looks like shit. <laughs> like... Yeah. Sure, it's fun and colorful, but it doesn't like I would much rather look at Yoshi's Island any day of the week just because it's it's moving illustration. It's animation. You know, it's not computer. Yeah. So oh, totally. Boom. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, just to tail off into something quick, I always talk about Stardew Valley and I do want to talk about that sometime in the podcast because I love it. But it's that sprite based <laughs> stuff. It's it just looks awesome, even though mm-hmm. it's not virtual reality. That's boom. That's mine. <laughs> so Super Nintendo. I guess I was like, 
I, I'm kind of like on the same point as Chris, but I was going to actually say uh, the Game Boy Advance SP. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. They could keep making games for that. And here's the thing. You could probably keep doing it, and it would probably be playable still. So. Yeah. Yeah. Corey? Uh, it's probably a predictable answer, but uh, for my handheld, I would have to pick the PlayStation Vita. That that handheld got <laughs> screwed over so bad. Oh man! Uh, and it could handle new games. It could do. It could still do great things today. We still have some great, awesome experiences on that thing. But Jesus Christ! It's pretty much dead in the water now. I think it's sad to say. You're like that person <sighs> that's trying to get their old dog to go play outside. You're, you you can still do it. You still you can play frisbee. Come on, <laughs> Corey. Your dog's thirteen. He's still a good dog. He's still got it in him. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to take your Vita out behind the shed and shoot it. No, don't shoot. I still got to finish the Persona 4 Gold. Corey's like, hey guys, watch out. The next, the, the, the real killer rap for the Vita is going to come one day. And he just keeps waiting and no, waiting. I'm not waiting anymore. Waiting. There's probably not going to be any more killer raps. Long live the Zune. <laughs> Fun fact, most games you can play on the Vita, you could probably play in your iPhone. Balls. Eh, still pick the Vita. Because, yeah, I think it got screwed over, and it could still support great games. I have a Vita, and even I have to admit it's trash. It's not trash. I just like that nobody else could find one. I forget who it was last week. Yeah, they tried their yeah I, think was, I think it was like Jamie. Jamie, I think, yeah. <laughs> can't believe they actually did that. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks, Jamie, if you're listening for that. That was Next real week, nice. I should just call Best Buy and see if they have any on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we can, we can do that. Oh, we should do that now. What? Call up a Best Buy. No, we're not calling for Best Buy right now. We'll try it next I, week. Okay, yeah. It'll be our special event next week. We're going to call Best Buy and see what they got. I could call up an EB Games. Okay, next up. I listen to a few VG podcasts, like Podcasts Beyond and Kind of, and kind of Funny Games. And while they are good, you guys are really funny. Like your humor. Thanks. If you want to do a video game each month, you should do the OG Modern Warfare. It's the best COD game, in my opinion. You guys play Call of Duty. This is anonymous because he didn't put his name down. Oh. But anonymous? Uh, well, I'm sorry to say, but no, I don't play Call of Duty anymore. I did play Modern Warfare One and Two, which I thought were really good, but no, they've they've I don't know they saturated it. Modern Way Warfare 2 was one of my favorite shooters of all time. Uh, I loved it. And the original Modern Warfare was killer as well. Um, right? It's what set the bar, right? It was nuts. It completely blew my mind because I just, you know, I, I played, obviously, GoldenEye is where I started more or less. And then it jumped up to, like, the PlayStation, like, GameCube, Nightfire, Time Splitters. That stuff was great. Um, right. But damn, dude, that that one was just it was on point. And then to have kill streaks and stuff, I didn't even know what to do. It was, it was so cool. But now I think I went on my tirade during the, fir- the first podcast about how I'm tired of everything being advanced warfare, advanced this and this and this. That's so, why you're looking forward to the World War One battlefield. Exactly. So I, I do have Black Ops 3 and I, I play it occasionally and I, I enjoy it, but it doesn't have that same wow factor for me anymore even though they are solid well-made games yeah generally speaking they are solid technically proficient games they're just uh like i said it's oversaturated the market at this point i mean i always have respect because like when i worked at ea doing qa testing like i saw for instance i mean i know it's a little different but like i saw how the sports teams did it 
And, you know, unlike a lot of other video game developers where, you know, they have pretty much as much time as they need for the most part to get the game done. Like sports games, it's like, all right, well, we just finished NHL 2015. Let's start working on NHL 2016. And it's mm-hmm. just like they immediately go to work. And honestly, like people give shit to those kind of developers, but they work hard. Like, yeah. They work probably harder than almost any other, in more than any other developer in the industry, and it's like mm-hmm. they get shot on the most because like, well, they come out with a game every year. Well, you know what? They work twice as hard. So you try to make a sports game every year, and we'll see how you do. Like, yeah, like like, like I remember reading about the uh, San Diego team of Sony's where they make the MLB games every year. Yeah, like apparently, like their producer has like a bed in his office for God's sake. He has to sleep there sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, don't don't underestimate these developers. They they do work their asses off, like Curtis said. <laughs> It's oh, the yeah. same thing with Call of Duty. Like, I know they switch developers, but they still like they still work pretty hard. I mean, maybe they got a, a little bit extra time compared to like a sports developer, but they still work really hard. Yeah, so. that's yeah, why I always feel bad if we throw hate at games or anything. It's never for lack of appreciation. It's just doesn't no, no, resonate no. with hmm. me. So I don't want anyone to misinterpret my my dogging on a certain game as as anything other than it's not my cup of tea. Like, Unless if anything, it like the reason kill yourself. If the, the reason most people seem to hate Call of Duty or whatever nowadays is not because of the talent involved. I'm pretty sure it's just because some executives like, huh, well, why don't we do sci-fi now because we've done everything else to death. And it's just like, no, like, you can do Modern Warfare. You can keep doing that. Like, that's totally cool. But, yeah. It's probably more of an executive making the bad cult more than anything else. Right. They're trying to keep it fresh and exciting. It just ends up kind of falling flat. Yeah. Plus, it really does not help that they do, like, annual releases i do think they need to take a break one year like, take a break give it a rest yeah ah uh, let's see i think no nope, i think that's it for the week so guys what will be our video game of the month we got some um, super mario world we got original call of duty and we got chrono trigger i would love to do oh. chrono trigger i just don't know if i have the time right now with finals and everything going on so I, I like Chrono Trigger, but yeah, it's a pretty good time investment. So true, and not everyone has that. Roll Super Mario World. I mean, I, I can play through it, and I'll record the thing. I don't care. <laughs> just it also like, think about accessibility, though. Like, where can yeah. people play it? Uh, well, on every Nintendo console. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, mm. I mean, pretty much. I mean, from Super Nintendo to Game Boys to the Wii to the Wii U, it's pretty. Yeah. Who has a Wii U? Even the. Even the 3DS is soon going to get it, too. So. Yep. Well, that sucks. I'm not a Nintendo gamer at all. Yeah, well, I, I should guess probably invest in a okay. 3DS. I mean, you, you get... could go trade in your Vita. No. Not... Oh. Fuck you, Chris. I'm not giving away the Vita. Well, you Chris, probably have bring to pay... <laughs> they would, Yeah, know. Chris, throw way to throw shade. Uh, you know, I'm just going to stop while I'm ahead. Well, if you have a Game Boy Advance SP, you could get Super Mario something too. Uh, I totally have Super that. <laughs> I do too. Honestly, I have like my older D, uh, my older DS that plays. Uh, oh, I do too. Game Boy Advance games. Just because the backlight worked. Yes, the backlight. <laughs> There's a backlight. I don't know. I feel like this. We should leave this to the boss's hands. What do you think? Chloe? All right, you're the boss. Ah, uh, um. Why should you choose like OG Call of Duty? No, I think I'm going to go with Chrono Trigger, actually. Dun 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 dun. Yeah, it should be a nice way to revisit the classic like that. 
I like this idea, though. I know I was saying it just offhandedly, but I think it's actually a pretty cool idea. Well, now I have like, something to do on the train. I just got to find my old 3DS kicking around because I think I have it for Game Boy. Wait, that doesn't play those. Does it? Uh, actually, I don't know. Let's like, what, 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 what is on? What a quarter tour is on? Like, it's, on like, it up. it's on like iOS and Android. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, like it's on iOS, it's on Android, it's on your, it's on PSP. Oh, and it, yes, it is on my Vita. Yeah, I could play it technically. Oh, sweet. Yeah. And it is on Super Nintendo. What the hell? So you could technically play it, Chris. Nice. Let's party. But could you stream it? That's the real question. Mm. So uh, with this, dude, are we are we gonna set a time frame for when people have to play it by, so then we can discuss it? Um, uh, I guess I don't think like a full month is good. Okay. It's an Chrono RPG. Trigger we'll time in it. Length. How long is this game? <laughs> I, I like found an article from 1995. So. Oh God. <laughs> How long is Corona Trigger? I can't even remember how long Corona Trigger is. Um, people are saying, let's see, average 24 hours of gameplay for just the main story. Oh, that's intense. Oh, I feel like that's doable. Yeah, 24 hours is, I think it's fair. That's good. That's, I put more, more time on Persona 4, so yeah. If you do like an hour a day, I might be able to pull that off. We'll see. I'll get as far as I can. Yeah, let's go as far as I can within a month. I think that's span. the thing. It's like, try. You know, if you don't, like, get to it. If you don't play the whole thing, I mean, whatever, but... Right, we all have lives. Can't expect you to do it. You know, like, I'm not going to show up at Hamid's house and be like, Hamid, how much of fucking Chrono Trigger have you played? <laughs> <laughs> that would be kind of amazing. And then he'd just be like, I'm playing solitaire. Leave me alone. <laughs> I feel like what's going to happen is we're all going to reconvene in a month and we're all going to be like super emotional and we're all just going to be like crying. That's what Chrono Trigger does to people. I like it. Yeah, me too. All right, so Chrono right, Trigger so it is then. Chrono Trigger it is, everyone. <sighs> cool. All right. And then can we play the Donald Trump simulator next time? Uh, we're not playing anything Donald Trump related. I'm pretty sad about I'm that. I'm living that right now and it's unfortunate. <laughs> this is true. Or didn't you say that you were going to try to apply for a work visa on behalf of the podcast? I was, I was legitimately considering it. Yes, if he does actually get elected, would you move like in with Carlos or something? Because that'd be kind of funny. Uh, if he would allow it, I would totally go live with Carlos. I would love to see that. I would love to see you just move in with Carlos. I'm sure that It'd would be like well. It would be like the odd couple, but like the best possible, best possible version. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys, you guys have a month to play Chrono Trigger. Let's do yes. it. Right, let's back to us with experiences to you, the the listener. Cool. And uh, my my wife's probably gonna be like, "Why are you playing this old ass game?" And I'll be like, "Chrono Trigger, honey." Because <laughs> it's not Gears of War. It's not Gears of War Four. It's a classic, sweetie. Yeah. All right, but I think that's it for tonight, uh, listeners. If you want to find Chris, Chris, where do people find you? Burkadirk Games. That is my Twitter handle. And then, yeah, Burkadirk on PSN and Twitch. Come harass me. Go. I'll be playing Chrono Trigger. Curtis? Yeah. Where can people what? find you? On the FBI's Most Wanted. <laughs> you can't answer this straight way, can you? Um, I'm Curtis, K U R T I S, Makel, S M E J K A L, on Twitter. I know it's a mouthful. That's actually my real name. Um, I th 
I'm if I can find a way to change my Twitter name, I might do it one day. But then I'm like, I don't want somebody to take my name. It's it's a complicated make a, thing. Make a dummy account and squat it. Oh, that's, that's perfect. Um, and yeah, I'm Fatal Koala on Twitter. Or no, not on Twitter. On PSN. Uh, PSN. Uh, I'm K S M E J K A L on on Steam. So if you play Steam, add me because that's where I primarily play games these days. Right, so. and you can find more of us. You can find us at Three Angry Nerds or Curtis's Back in Time show. If you want more of him, yeah, for the, some reason. The last week we actually had a really cool guest on. Um, his, his name was Couch. That's not his real name, but it was a lot of. It's actually like probably the best episode of Back in Time yet. So go check it out. Yeah, please do. And you can find me at Batman ninety two on Twitter or Batman ninety two on PSN. If you want to play some Division together with me and my girl, yeah. Invite me. Add me. Go shoot Corey in the back of the head and leave him injured and steal his shit. Go rogue. You can do that too. Go I would rogue, not recommend man. it though. I would not recommend it though, but yeah, sure, I guess. Question <laughs> Where can people find Ted Cruz aside from the unemployment line? Badoonch. <sighs> Actually, you mean Marco Rubio. He dropped out. Oh, okay. You'll never His find own Ted state Cruz. didn't vote for him. He's the Zodiac killer. <laughs> that All was right. amazing. But yeah, if you have any, if you have ask questions to ask us, please contact the Three Angry, Ga- Angry Nerds podcast at gmail.com with subject line tag, and we'll be happy to read them on here. And uh, don't forget to make America great again. Yes, by not voting for Trump, please. I'm I'm Canadian, so I don't care. Yes, he's they're bastards. Okay, bye everybody. Bye. bye.